You're listening to the Forging Fury Podcast, a show dedicated to bettering lives through fitness, nutrition, and inspiring stories from athletes of every strike. What's up, sweet people? This is Coach Riley. I am here on the Forging Fury Podcast with my friend Michael Gray. Today, we will be talking about finding your match. And no, we are not talking about an intimate partner. We are talking about your CrossFit gym. So if you're new to CrossFit, traveling to a new city, or permanently moving to a new city, this is something you can use as a guide to help you find the perfect match. Well, I'm disappointed because I thought this was going to be a matchmaking no, it's not thing. about dating here we're no. not dating anyone but maybe you date your CrossFit gym i'll throw my i'll throw my list out of the people i was gonna yes. match up <laughs> well, yes so today our goal is to kind of give you a guide or give you a checklist to go through if if you're visiting or you're going to be relocating to a new gym things to look at things to consider things to kind of help you out on the on the front end that you can maybe be a little bit more efficient with your time just becoming a guide or giving yourself uh, some things to look at when you visit a new gym first things that we're going to start out talking about is kind of like the outside looking in. So a couple of things that you can do before you walk into a gym that can kind of like give you some details. So maybe starting like on their website, look at their website. What's their uh, schedule look like? Um, for me, a huge thing. And I want to hear Michael's opinion on this is how big social media plays a role in like in the gym. Like what gym do you look at a gym's Instagram before you visit it? Yeah. Either Instagram or the website. Um, for the most part, I, I've only joined one gym and that's Fury because it's the best, but I have done drop-ins before. What drives me nuts is when I'm looking at the, the gym, the, like the wad for the day and it's three weeks old or something. That's always a red flag for me. I'm like, man, like how, how do your members know what's, what to plan for? That's, that's something that I always think about. I think it's huge. Like you have to be able to give your members, like, this is where, what our workout is today. Like that has to be pretty easy to find. First of all, like if I can't find your workout, probably not going to go to your gym. It has to be really easy for me to find. Right. And I actually went to one this past Christmas where I checked online because it was, I think it was January 1st, just making sure they were open. Our guests were open January 1st. Class starts at 1015. I was like 1015. Sweet. Got there at like 1010. They were already 20 minutes into the workout. Everybody Uh-oh. who was, it was on, on the inside already knew everybody was there, but I was the new guy from the outside, my wife and I, and mm. that's tough. It was bad. So, from their website, maybe it gives you a link to their social media. And this is huge when I'm traveling. I check out a, a gym's Instagram and see what they're doing. I think a, a message you convey on your social media through multiple different facets, Facebook, Instagram, even if you're on Twitter, like what message are you putting out there on social media about your gym? Are you highlighting your community? What are you guys doing in that community? Do your members, uh, are, is it a bunch of fire breathers? Is it a highly competitive? Like what, what message are you giving to the social media world about your gym? I think that's important because if our, if our, if what I'm looking for and your the message that your gym is conveying is kind of not cohesive, I can already think that that's going to be a rocky start to our relationship. What do you think, Michael? I agree. And I think we were talking earlier about whether or not they just post a bunch of funny memes. If it's a, if, <laughs> if it's a gym that's supposed to be dedicated to your fitness and your well being, and they're just like, ha ha, look at this funny meme of a goat. Yeah. Or like, Oh, 19.2 had me like dead goat. <laughs> I mean, I laugh, but like the majority of your content can't be that open memes are okay for me. Some of them are really funny, they but, are like, funny. but majority of your content, like I want to see what you're doing. Like how are your, what are you doing to reach out in your community? 
What are you doing to highlight your members? What are you doing to highlight your coaches? What's your schedule look like? Do you have a cool book club? Like CrossFit Fury does shameless plug, come to book club. Um, what are you doing? I want to know what your gym is doing. Yeah. And social media and websites are obviously a good way to do that. So, you know, we're kind of talking to people who are checking out gyms. We can also be talking to people who are owning gyms. Guys, think about this stuff. Yes. This is a new way to, uh, to network and to market. Like if your social media isn't on point in 2019, you're losing members, you're losing money. So get on that, man. And speaking of social media, why don't I just point out that if you haven't already followed the <laughs> Forging Fury podcast, we're on Instagram at Forging Fury. Yes, please um, follow us. We've got Fun, funny gym memes. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing uh, that I've actually heard from a lot of like high level CrossFit affiliates and coaches is, is when you go to a new gym, you got to make sure that you check out the quality of its bathrooms. I think that's a very, very important, especially for your morning classes. That kind of lends itself for your members to be able to get that tough workout in and head straight to work. There's no disconnect. They can work out, they can get showered, they can get fresh, and then they can head to the, head to work, which I think is huge. A lot of people, I mean, that's, if they can't, if they can't be efficient with their time, then they're not going to come to your gym. Like if, if they can't set themselves up for success during their day, they're not going to come. I mean, the bathrooms are huge. That's the first thing I check out when I walk into a gym that I'm visiting. It's like, are the bathrooms nice? And if they are, I usually return. Weird. Weird. But it's, it works. It makes sense. Yeah. And maybe a couple of things you can check out on this uh, new gym or prospective gyms website is what kind of things do they offer for your children? Do they have childcare? Are they going to give you uh, a space to kind of put your kid while you work out? I mean, that's a huge, I think it's a really cool thing that gyms do. If they have it, it's awesome. You're appealing to a bit bigger audience. Uh, your, your kids can chill in the daycare and actually watch you work out. I think that's a whole nother psychological thing, but um, it gives you a place to like hide your kids while you work out to, to use bad, bad language. <laughs> no, as a parent, I totally understand. You want, you want someone to watch your kids that's doing, you know, will do a good job. And what you were saying too, about your kids watching you. One of the things I like about fury setup is that the, the kids, the kids daycare area is smack in the middle between the basics bay and the CrossFit bay. And they can watch you work out. And I've had, you know, Carson or Sayla both just call out during the middle of a workout. And I know they're watching me and um, probably critiquing my form a little bit. But <laughs> Bad, Dad, extend your hips at the top of that deadlift. <laughs> they sound a lot like you. Yeah, weird. Teaching these kids young. And I think it's, it's, it's really a rad idea to think that your kids are watching you. You're now being that you're showing them that this is an important thing to do. Like you're valuing your fitness. You're going to be a better dad. You're going to be a better mom if you're fit, mentally fit, like this is setting you up for like a cycle for your children to see that positive image, like to see that, that this is an important thing. Cause a lot of kids don't grow up watching their parents exercise. Right. And for a gym to have that in mind and for that to be a priority is, is a good sign that they, they don't care just about you and what you pay a month, but you know what your whole family's health looks like. I love that. Yeah. This is definitely from like an outside looking in type uh, kind of vantage point. We also want to give you a vantage point from the inside going out. So a couple of things that we want to talk about from the inside, like, so you're visiting, you're dropping in is what, what was the programming? Like, what was your workout? Like, what'd you do? Um, how'd you feel about it? Did you feel like it was a good workout? Things like that. Um, Michael, what do you think about programming at other gyms when you drop in? It depends on the gym and the day. A lot of times I've gone in and I, I've seen the, the workout either five minutes beforehand or, or on online. And I'm just like, man, these people are fire breathers. It's tough. 
and, and in that case, it's important for me to have a coach that can help me with scaling options if I need to. Uh, and I've had that quite a few times, but you know, I'm looking for something that is first of all, organized and planned, not just at the last second, they're thinking, ah, why don't we go do this? I want to see something that's planned and I want something that makes me sweat, pushes me and, and makes me feel like I've gotten my value for the, the drop-in fee that I've, I've paid. Mm-hmm. There's uh, definitely a huge deal. Being a coach, I can kind of see these things. And when I visit, I can kind of assess what's going on here. But um, when I drop into a gym, I'm always trying to honestly learn things and steal things. But I'm looking at how was, how was the warm-up? So did I feel like I was prepared to do, you know, the, the Olympic lift that I feel like I was ready to go into that workout? Was I fully prepared for each step of this kind of workout during this hour? Did I feel like I was prepared through the warm up or even from the cool down ready to go home? So pay attention to things like that. The warm up. What did you feel like you were ready to do some squat cleans after the warm up? Yeah. Yes. No, maybe doesn't, uh, I mean, it's important to get warmed up for those things, but in your experiences, as you've gone in to visit other gyms, do most gyms walk you through the warm up the way we, we do at Fury? Cause yeah, the coaches gyms. are always walking through, but I've been to many gyms where they just point to the board, but like, here's your warm up. Mm. And, and honestly, I've seen, I've seen it work both ways. I've seen that kind of like a coach led warm up, which I like, which kind of as a coach with that group led warm up, what I'm doing is I'm assessing all of the movers. I mean, when we're doing our walking lunges, when we're doing our bear crawls, you know, inchworms, different dynamic type movements, I'm watching my people move because I can assess you just from our warm up how these how these how these squat cleans are going to look. I, I can usually tell you everything I need to know about an athlete um, by the warm up, and and if that coach isn't kind of paying attention to that and like making those connections before we even pick up a barbell, they're losing out. And like if that the warm up is pointing to the board and doing that five times. That's cool, but make sure that the coach is in there making connections with the people while they're doing it. Ask them about, hey, I remember you telling me your shoulder was a little bit iffy the other day. How was that? Um, what'd you eat today? Like making those kind of connections in the warm up because I think that's huge. If you're not like poking and prodding your athletes to get some feedback about how they feel, how was their day? Like I feel like that's one of the most important parts of the workout. Right. How was the instruction? Did you feel like you got coached? Like did you feel like you got better? And if this kind of depends on the variant or the kind of where you are in your across its spectrum of experience. So when, if you're a brand new beginner walking in the door, like, did you feel like the coach helped you learn this technique? Or, I mean, I mean, I'm seven years into doing Olympic lifts and I'm still learning about something else, but did you feel like you took away something at all that is going to help you learn these new things? And that might be one thing at a time. Like, okay, today I moved my feet on my squat clean. Boom. I feel like I got better today. Or if you're a fire breather, you're a super experienced competitive athlete, like you still got to coach those people too. Like as a coach, like if I know what I'm doing and, and, and just getting a pair of eyes on me from another person that doesn't know me, their, their perspective is huge for me because as a coach, I don't get eyes on me a lot. So if you, if I go to another gym and they want to help me, I'm like, please give me all the feedback so I can, so I can get better. You still have to coach those fire breathers. I think that's a, a, a box that a lot of gyms are, well, a lot of coaches can miss is, um, is not coaching your members. That's been there for a long time. That's a major pitfall. I think, um, just being able to, uh, to appeal to both sides of those athletes. So our new beginners and our kind of fire breathers are experienced members and always give them something to take away from that workout. So if you're visiting a gym and the coach doesn't give you at least one feedback point on anything of your movement, they've missed out and they possibly lost your business. I make sure that I coach 
those drop-in athletes, like they are, they could possibly come to our gym. Like, like they, they might, they're going to come back if I do a really good job or they might change their mind and move here. Yeah. I have a question about uh, drop-in etiquette. Oh, coach Kelly had told me that when you drop in at a gym, you got to offer to buy a shirt. Is that uh, is that a pretty common thing? So I've been to a couple of gyms. They do it a couple of different ways. Like either number one, you can pay for your drop in, which is a different fee, or you can pay for your drop in with a shirt. It's usually a little bit more expensive. Right. If I'm, it matters what gym I'm at. I want a shirt. Yeah. You know how many CrossFit shirts I have though. So <laughs> I'm getting to the point where I got to say no to the shirt. Um, that's really all I own. I show up to all social events with CrossFit shirts on. So the local Goodwill is going to have a lot of CrossFit oh, shirts. Yeah. Soon. So when I moved from Carolina to here, I gave away at least 25 CrossFit shirts. Oh, man. Someone in Columbia is rocking like some serious Carolina CrossFit swag and nice stuff too, like jackets and, and thermals and like all of the, all of the above swag. So someone's, I, hopefully someone is wearing that all of those clothes. Yeah. So that's a fun thing to do. Just offer to buy a shirt as your drop in fee. A lot of, a lot of places I've been have been cool with and that. A lot of people want a shirt. Like I, yeah. want, I want to take a shirt home. And it's free advertising for that gym too, totally. right? Yeah. Another thing that I think is, is something that needs to be talked about is when you left this gym that you're visiting or you're leaving this potential gym that's going to be your new home, did you feel like this was the best hour of your day? As a coach, my viewpoint is to always make that hour that you're here with me. It's got to be the best hour of your day. And if it's not, I didn't do my job the most effectively that I could. So when you leave there, are you ready to run through a wall? Well, you probably might not feel like you want to run through a wall, but like, did you like, I mean, did you have a good time? Right. Maybe you felt like you ran into a wall, <laughs> well, a which might be good. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think that you need to have fun. Like it's this balance between fun and fitness. That is this paradigm that you're always kind of like juggling as a coach from a coaching standpoint. It's like, you want these people to have fun. You want them to like enjoy their time here, but you also want them to get them fit too. So, so how do you, what's a good way to tell, like, obviously you can, you can say, Hey, we're having a good time. I'm having a good time doing my workout and I feel good about this, but is there anything else we could be looking at that, that that's important for deciding whether a gym would be a good fit fun wise yes. for us other than feeling like you had a good time a thing that you can look at maybe physically with your eyes is are there people hanging out at the gym after their workouts if people enjoy your gym they don't want to leave and i think that's a good sign of a gym is like are there people hanging out other people just relaxing after their workout. They don't really want to go home. They're having such a good time. I can give you a big example from our gym, CrossFit Fury. Shout out to the 430 class. After their 430 workout, they hang out and they have a beer. All of them hang out. And this was not organized by the gym. This isn't anything that we told them to do. This just, this tradition just happened and they hang out on Fridays and they drink a beer, celebrate the end of the week. Like that's the sign of a good gym is that people want to hang out there when there's, when they're done. Like I, I can't, can't tell you how happy that makes me as a coach when I see it. And it's actually like, you're like, well, what are these people doing? Oh, they want to stay here. They're drinking beers. Wow. This is a place that people want to be. Nice. As a morning athlete, I do not identify with that. Because if <laughs> yeah, I had a beer after my 6 a.m. class, that would not be good. Yeah, please don't drink a beer and then go to work. I mean, that, I mean, I guess I can't tell you what to do, but it would be a good Friday if you started out like that. You know, that segues into something I wanted to talk about. We've talked a little bit about how a CrossFit gym reaches out to new people. But one of the things that I think is important for people to think about is you're, you're, part, of, you're part of the first impressions for that, that gym as well. Even if you're not on staff, even if you're you know, a few weeks in or you've been there for 10 years, 
you're part of the first impressions and you can make an effect and an impact on, on other people who, who are joining. We were talking earlier and I was like, our members of our gym are almost ambassadors of our gym. If like, they are like our front level of marketing. When someone new walks in the door, if, if they're greeting them, asking them, Hey, how are you? Like they know you're new. And I think you, you told me a pretty good story about when you visited somewhere about someone like finding you, realizing you're new. Yeah. I, when I, I started CrossFit in April and in June, I went to Utah to visit my family and I decided to do my first drop in and I looked like we were saying before, I looked at all the websites, at all the social medias, and I decided I'm going to go check out the CrossFit called C2X CrossFit in Salt Lake City. And I was nervous because I'm still new to this. I had no idea what a drop-in was like. Went in probably about 10 minutes before the class started. And as soon as I walked in, you know, looked around, saw some of the equipment, and there was a guy from across the gym. He comes walking over to me. He's like, hey, are you new? My name's Mike. And just introduces himself and automatically made me feel at ease. This is a guy. His name is Mike Ludi over at C2X CrossFit. Shout out to Mike Ludi. Shout out to him. But he made me feel so at ease. And he had no idea where I was coming from or what my story was or even whether or not I was feeling apprehensive about coming in. And I was. You know, he shook my hand, asked me where I'm from, asked me about, you know, why are you dropping in? And I just explained I was there on vacation, made me feel at ease. And, you know, he didn't have to spend a ton of time with me, but every now and then during the workout, he's like, Hey, everything going okay. Just checking to see. And he's not a staff member. This is just a guy who goes and works out. And I'll tell you this, this is not some fat schlub sitting in the corner. This guy is insane. He's, he's an awesome athlete. And he could have just been like, you know what? I, I don't have time for you. Cause I've got to work on myself, but he didn't. He thought, this is someone new coming in. How can I make him feel comfortable? And I think all of us at the gym should be on the lookout for that. Hmm. It's fun to have your buddies and have beers with them. But if you're only focusing on the friendships you have, you may be missing out on making Fury uh, the kind of place other people feel more comfortable at. So that's something that I always try to do. And hopefully I'm not being annoying to new people, but that's it was, it worked for me and I hope it, it works you for want someone else. To, you want to make your home feel like their home for that day. You know, for that hour that you have of them, I want that drop in to feel like they're part of my family. Like, yeah. especially if someone new that walks in the door, like I treat CrossFit Fury, like it's my home. I spend more time in that gym than I do my own house. So if someone new walks in the door, I'm like, Hey, how are you? you're new to my house. If a stranger walked into your house, you'd be like, okay, I should know this person, right? Yeah. So as soon as I see someone walk in the door that they're new, I, I try to say hello in those first five steps of them getting into the door or even our, our, our members. Like I greet people every day. Hey, how are you? As soon as they walk in the door and when they're leaving, I say goodbye. Like that, that exchange needs to happen every day where I'm, I'm making people feel welcome into our home. Because this is that that's my home. I feel more at home there than I do at my actual home. Yeah, so let, let's issue a challenge to the listeners. If, if you're out there and over the next, let's say, month, if you see somebody new come into your class, be the one that goes over and says hi. The drop-in challenge. You can ask them what their favorite vegetable is before I do. I'll buy you a kill clip <laughs> or a fit aid. That is the new challenge. Oh, boy. If you can tell me the drop-in's favorite vegetable before I get to them, I'll buy you a drink. Or Disney movie, right? Or it's Disney veg- movie. Or or my favorite, what is your favorite flavor of Pop-Tart? That's that's an alternative question. You got to constantly vary your, <laughs> your drop-in questions, too. Not that we support any of that right, action. I, don't you coach Wellness Wednesdays? Yes. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, when, you know, Pop-Tarts are good in moderation. 90-10, you know? I, I'm, you know, and I'm team s'mores, if you're wondering. It's team <laughs> s'mores, and if you don't like it, again, you're not invited to my 
birthday party. I'm, I'm not going to admit to anything. I'm yeah, not going to admit to, fifth, to liking the cinnamon and brown sugar the oh, best. See, that's I the, will not say that's it. That's the most basic flavor out on the block, dude. You got to have a little flair to you. Come on. At least say wild berry or strawberry frosted. Like I said, I, I don't ever eat them. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking if I did, a I'd friend, eat that A friend one. is telling right. me this. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm a big Pop-Tart guy. Shh. But so we've issued this drop in challenge. Um, another thing that I think we should talk about, and maybe we can fit this in somewhere, is what is the process of getting in the door to the CrossFit class? How does that work? So you need to be familiar with how that system is. And I've seen a, an array of different type of, um, I would say, strategies to do this, getting the person from the door getting them into your class. How do you do that? Do you have a six week personal training assessment? Do you have a intro class? Do you have a class that kind of offers itself to new members and you can kind of teach them there? I'm, I'm not saying what's right and what's wrong, but I feel like you should in, like inform yourself of that and be aware of that going in. Um, me and Michael were talking about his dad had had a six week kind of individualized personal training program that worked, that worked maybe not so great. We won't say where. Right. Well, and it wasn't that it didn't work great. I mean, he was brand new to CrossFit. He's in his sixties. So this was not something where after six sessions, he's now CrossFit ready. I mean, <laughs> that's why I love it. Fury, our basics program for people who are new to it. And that's kind of my perspective is because I came in not ever having done a CrossFit class. If you're a CrossFitter and you're just finding, trying to find a new CrossFit gym, it probably doesn't matter to you. But to me, it mattered. And I, I loved how Kelly and the basics program and all the other coaches who do basics really prepare you properly for CrossFit. We are highly blessed with the amount of space that we have at CrossFit Fury that we can offer two different classes. We can offer our basics classes and our CrossFit classes. So if you're, if you're thinking about joining a CrossFit gym, obviously be, be ready to know how you're going to get uh, up to speed. That's, that's very important. And make sure you understand that process ahead of time and uh, just be ready to to work and love it. Yeah. So a brief overview, we've, we touched on a lot of things, a lot of things that we can check out at a perspective CrossFit gym or a drop place. You're going to drop in from the outside, looking in, uh, look at the bathrooms. How awesome are the bathrooms? Do they offer childcare? What's their social media? Like, are they posting weird memes? Are they posting funny memes? Are they posting baby pictures? Which I'm a huge fan of. If there's a, a kid working out, like, I think that's cool. So uh, if you want any social media tips from Riley, um, do people hang out after the class when, like when it's done, like a couple things from the inside looking out, um, what's their programming? Like, did you like the workout? Did you feel like you got a good workout? Did you feel like you were actually being coached? Did you leave there with something that made you better that day? That's important. Um, did you feel overall, like what was the vibe you were getting from the members there? Were they being, were they being welcoming? Were they making you feel like you were at home for that hour? Are you familiar with the kind of intro process, how you're going to get from the door to the classes? This is just a couple things that we think are important when you're finding your match when it comes to a CrossFit gym. If you guys are listening, you like what you hear, I want you to go down and give us a five-star review. We're trying to reach more people so everyone can hear us more because I know I love hearing me and Michael talk all the time. Who do you want to hear us though? Like who would you like to tell people to tell? First of all, us? first of all, tell your mom. Your mom. Then tell your mom's friends. Mom's friends. And then your friend's mom. Your friend's mom. And then your grandma. And grandma. I want all of them to hear this. It's, it's important that we get all those. Yes, because they all need to hear this. Give us a five-star review. Love Thanks. you guys. Thanks for listening, guys.